Hello everyone, thanks for tuning in to Talks with Tatiana. On today's episode, I will talk about how to deal with those periods of uncertainty and anxiety while waiting and anticipating for something to happen for you in life, while also sharing some of my journey during those times in my life as well. I hope you all are doing well. Um, I am doing pretty good. Um, I feel like I've been just kind of trying to get through (laughs) these last few weeks. Uh, I graduate in three weeks, which is so weird. I feel like it still hasn't processed. Um, I think like Monday or so next week, I'm supposed to be picking up my cap and gown. I, I don't know if it'll maybe register then, but I still just cannot wrap my mind around how fast this college journey has gone. I remember like first getting here, first finding out. It's just insane how fast it's going. I'm like immensely trying to prepare for it. I'm taking my grad picks next week, which I've been stressed about because I feel like I'm a perfectionist and I'm like, I just want to make sure I take pictures in all the nice locations. I want to make sure I have all the different outfit changes. So um, I just cannot wait to get that over with because I've just, yeah, that's just been a whole planning thing that has just been unnecessary stress. But we're going to get through it. The pictures are going to be fine. I convinced my mom to come down here that weekend to help me uh like you know be my assistant for that day (laughs) because I'm like as long as my mom is there she's gonna help me be calm um during that time so but I think overall I'm just like excited anxious happy just a lot of different emotions that go around graduating but I think it'll all be okay I've definitely been very busy lately just trying to soak in all the moments and then also you know just finishing those last final projects and papers and stuff so um but I know it's gonna be worth it it's almost over so yes but for this episode I actually wanted to talk about the anticipation and waiting period because that's truly where I am right now Um, just like that waiting period in life where you're waiting and anticipating to hear back about something um, that you're looking forward to or just like in that period in life where you're just like you feel like you have more questions than answers and you're kind of in the dark because you're just waiting Um, And so I feel like that's definitely where I am right now because I submitted my grad school application and I kind of risked it all in a sense because I simply just applied to UF's grad school because I got into the combination degree program, which is when you are able to take some um, grad level courses while in undergrad. Um, But here, it doesn't necessarily mean that you get an automatic acceptance into the grad program. Um, But if you do, the grad courses you took in undergrad will count for both undergrad and grad. So um, it it, it helps you overall have to spend less time by the time um, you get into graduate school here. So um, that would mean if I were to get in, I would only have to spend about a year or so 
in the grad program because I've already started. So hopefully I get in. I am just in that in the real depths of the waiting and anticipation period with that because with grad school um, I submitted my application back in February um, and the deadline was March 1st and so they were like you know six to eight weeks after March 1st you should hear back uh, this week is the seventh week so I'm like oh god so I am definitely in that waiting anticipating time because I'm just very concerned um i have checked my admissions portal literally probably over like 20 times a day i always check it i'm like okay maybe today it's been updated maybe today um and it hasn't so i'm just starting to get a little worried but you know i'm still holding on to hope because i know that you know whatever is meant to happen will happen but it's just very scary because I feel like I've been banking a lot of what my next year is going to look like based off of getting into you know grad school here and I think I also came to the conclusion that I'm just not mentally prepared to leave Gainesville I feel like I want to stay here for just one more year especially because I had like you know some times here where things were rough whether it was like having a bad roommate situation or um, just, you know, going through grief. And I feel like that kind of took away some times from me to really enjoy um, my full experience. So I'm like, maybe just one more year um, to get that time back, you know, that I lost. So um, I'm really staying hopeful for that. And then also the internship I applied for, still waiting to hear back from that, which I was actually supposed to hear back way back in March for that one. But they uh, had a high volume of applicants, so they had to push back those decisions to a unknown date. So it's really just that time where I'm just sitting here, like trying to refrain from constantly refreshing my email and stuff. So and it's hard because there's so many people in my life that are also waiting. So they're always like, did you hear back like what's going on and I'm just like no I haven't heard anything and it's just always so awkward because everybody's just kind of like well what's the hold up and I'm like I don't know <laughs> so yeah um so that is definitely where I am right now in life and so I thought it would be good to just share some of the things that I've learned along the way throughout just various different anticipation and waiting periods I've experienced in life and um, just sharing encouragement and some of the things that I do during these times uh, because I know that a lot of people are experiencing it especially in Gen Z like we're really starting to get to that place where we're getting jobs and we're in a place where the job market is a little interesting it looks a lot different especially because of covid so much changed and you know some people are still doing like virtual online jobs and it's just so many different things now going on um, in this generation and of course not just gen z but really anybody you know whether you're hearing to um get into like a job or finding out about you know even like dating finding that significant other being in that waiting period of finding someone that's meant for you so um it can be a lot and it can be very overwhelming 
and um, cause a lot of anxiety because uncertainty is difficult. It's a very undifficult thing to do. You can feel very uneasy when you're uncertain about something and anxiety and uncertainty, I feel like that happens when you don't have control of an outcome that you're anticipating. And you know, nine times out of 10, the outcome that you're wanting for that something is a good one, you know, something that will benefit you. And so it's just a lot when you don't have control of a situation. I think that's, um, at least for me, one of the scariest things is to not be in control of something. And I think that's why I've been struggling a little bit with this waiting period. And really in all waiting periods I've gone through is because I don't like the sense of feeling like I'm not in control of a situation. Um, and, you know, I always want to just make sure that things go right. And um, so I think it's definitely hard when you have to come to terms with the fact that in life, you don't have control over everything. It's just that simple. And it's, it's hard. Um, I feel like it's a human nature, human instinct to want to make sure, especially when it comes to something that is going to affect your life, that you have control of the situation. So when you have to basically put your control into somebody else's hands, it's a hard thing. Um, but you have to learn and what I'm still learning is that, you know, you have to just let life run its course you have to let things happen the way that they're supposed to happen and that you can't control everything and that's okay and that everything isn't meant to be in your control because sometimes you know if it were to be it would not end the way that it should so um definitely something i'm still working on but for sure just understanding that you, you can't and you simply won't have control over everything. And once you really ingrain that into your mind, I think it will, it will become a little bit easier. I think that I've slowly started to come to terms with that about like smaller things right now. Uh, I've just been like, okay, you know what? Like this might not happen the way that I want it to, but it's okay and trying not to like stress too much about it. So I think that sometimes we think that if we allow ourselves to have some sort of doubt and worry and, you know, not be all like super excited about something or whatever, and we just decide to doubt ourselves and just worry about it before even finding out the outcome, then we sometimes think that it's going to help us be prepared, you know, for if the outcome isn't what we wanted. But I don't really think that's necessary, tr necessarily true because I think the best case um, and what I'm learning is to mentally prepare yourself for both case scenarios, whether it goes the way you want it to go or whether it goes uh, opposite direction that you don't want it to go. I think the best thing to do is to be mentally prepared for both because if you simply just go into things with doubt and worry, you're going to make yourself basically go through so much stress, either A, for nothing because it ended up working out, or B, it doesn't work out. And now you're making your body go through this stress and worry and like just this sickness twice. 
Um, and I'm definitely still working on it. I have not perfected that, but um, I have been learning that it is best to have a plan for worst case scenario, have a plan for best case scenario. So I feel like that has kind of helped me ease my anxiety a little bit. It's just really sitting down with myself and being like, okay, if it hap if this opportunity ends up happening, here's what will, you know, be the best case scenario. If it doesn't happen, this is what will happen. Um, and so for me, for grad school, for my worst case scenario, I'm like, okay, if I don't get in, then I might have to move home and maybe do online uh, online grad program. Um, while also maybe trying to find a job at the same time, something that could be like a part-time job um, that could be manageable while doing an online grad program. Um, and so that's kind of my worst case scenario right now. And then like for my internship, worst case scenario is like, okay, I don't get it, um, but I can try to find another internship opportunity. And knowing that there is so many different opportunities that UF either post on their websites or they'll have career fairs. So there's so many different opportunities that could happen. Um, so just understanding that this one main internship that I want, um, that even though I really want it, that there are so many other ones out there that I could possibly do, um, even if it's not exactly in the um, field or the type of job that I want, just getting some type of more experience. And then um, understanding that, you know, maybe it won't be meant for me to have an internship at all. And maybe this will just be another summer for me to um, relax or figure out my next steps as an adult, um, whether that's going into grad school or getting a job if um, the grad school opportunity doesn't happen. So those are my worst case scenarios. Um, and then, you know, again, having a best case scenario planned, obviously my best case scenario for grad school is I get in, I can stay in my apartment, I can enjoy Gainesville one last time for a year. Um, and, you know, get prepared to finish that and move into my career best case scenario if I get into the internship would be I go to New York all paid expense and enjoy my summer working for a major company that could help me make it in my career so it's just you know we'll see so um but I think having the best case and worst case scenarios have helped me because even though I obviously love the sound of the best case scenario more um, I think at least having that plan of okay if this were to happen like in the worst way then you know at least I have a plan I know what I will do and I think that as hard as it is to really wrap your mind around worst case scenario because you don't want to think about whatever opportunity you want not working out you do have to understand that there is a possibility there that it might not so it's okay to have a plan ready for if it doesn't work and I think that that could really be helpful just having that type of plan there because I think it, it's worse when okay let's say an opportunity falls through it doesn't happen for you and now you're just in this rut you're sad you don't know where to go from there versus when you have a plan or you just have something there to guide you 
you're like, okay, this sucks, it didn't happen, but okay, I can do this. And of course, plans don't always go accordingly, but at least just having something there, like, and that you're not just completely left in the dark, because I think that's definitely the worst that you can be in. And, you know, I just believe it's, you know, always better to just have a plan, um, whether it's good, bad, um, you know, whether the opportunity happens for you or not, I think it's just much better than having nothing at all to fall back on. And like I always say, I'd rather be safe than sorry. So um, definitely just having something there. And also just trying to not allow yourself to overthink, like just try to really focus on the now and not too much on the situation and what you're waiting on because it will truly drive you insane if all you allow yourself to think about is oh is it gonna happen for me is it gonna happen is it gonna happen um you're going to drive yourself insane I know that I have definitely been and I've just really tried to reinvent my mindset a bit so I don't drive myself insane and so for this whatever opportunity you're wanting um just making sure that you give yourself space to not let that consume you. Um, like for me, I wanted to be a part of this thing recently um, and I didn't get accepted into it and stuff. And I started overthinking and I was like, well, you know, that means I won't get into grad school now probably. And I just kind of spiraled a bit about it. But then, you know, I realized like you can't do that. It's kind of comparing apples to oranges, you know, so don't let past moments where something didn't go your way affect future opportunities. Don't try to let something that went bad make you feel like oh well then that means everything else that I ever try to do is going to be bad to you that should not be your mindset at all um because you know certain groups of people certain programs you know certain opportunities will always be meant specifically for you so you can't really compare you know if oh I didn't get into this so I'm not going to get into that because it's always going to be different you can't just compare the two so um don't let those past moments affect your future opportunities because when one closed door uh, when one door closes um that doesn't mean there will never be another open door for you again so um there's just truly some doors that you're just not meant to walk through and it can be a hard pill to swallow especially if you really want something but just know that the doors of opportunities that are really meant for you they will be there for you um, and really just believe in yourself you know I've always really struggled with um, thinking that there's no way that something this good could happen to me um, when it comes to I think that's why sometimes I sell myself short because when it comes to those bigger opportunities in life I'm like oh there's no way like that something that good would happen to me and I think that's um, another reason why I didn't even think I would get into UF undergrad to begin with because I was like oh yeah there's no way that it, like they would select me and I don't know why you know I just I think I just really sold myself short I think I can sometimes be really hard on myself so I think that it's just super important to not 
sell yourself short like that, not to down yourself and definitely not to compare yourself because I think that's where my biggest issue came in at is that I would compare myself to people who I felt like were doing better than me in life and I'd be like, oh, you know, that's an opportunity for people like them. That wouldn't be an opportunity for me because I'm not on that level and it's like, that's terrible. You should not think that about yourself and you really need to have more positive thinking for yourself and you know hype yourself up the same way you do other people and you know truly just believe that good things can happen to you too even the things that you think are just out of this world and there's no way it could happen for you it could you know everybody starts at a certain level and some uh, there's so many people out there who would have never in a million years thought they'd be to the level and magnitude in life that they're at and they are so don't count yourself out and just you know reinvent your mindset because if you know if you go in with a poor mindset that will be reflected um, in your life so you know with reinventing your mindset just try to think about the happiness that will happen if you get the outcome you want but you know also in that same time you know letting yourself know that you will be able to get through this and you're capable of getting through this if you don't get the outcome you want um you know just remember the times when things did go right for you that's one of the biggest things i remember my therapist telling me that she was like just remember times when things did go right and because it, it helps you just remember that things have gone right for you before so why could like why couldn't they go right for you again um like you know like i said again for uf undergrad i definitely counted myself out but then it ended up happening for me so you know I'm just trying to keep that mindset of like okay um it happened for me then I know it's possible to happen for me now and if it doesn't I know that I put in my best foot forward and um I'm not going to let that stop me from continuing to go after my dreams um, and, you know, again, you know, also remembering the times where things didn't go right for you, but looking at those times and realizing, you know, how it didn't end up being the end of the world and you progressed from it. Um, and so for me, that would be when I didn't get the internship program opportunity they had my senior year of high school and I was really disappointed. But then literally a year later, the week before classes even started my freshman year, I got an internship opportunity here um, in Gainesville and it was great. So I think that it's just super important to remember, you know, times that were good that went right and how that went for you and times when um, it didn't go right for you and how you still made it through. Um, because I know we've all had times where we had failures or things just didn't go our way, but we managed to get through it. That's why we're still here today. Um, so and that's really honestly just life we're going to get let down in in life um that's definitely just a part of life but it isn't the end unless you let it be that's something that you determine um when things don't go right all the time for you it builds resilience and we ultimately choose how we handle what life throws at us you are in control of the narrative during this time in your life during every chapter of your life so you know make sure that when 
you're controlling that narrative, that you're making it a positive one, allowing yourself to feel your emotions, but not letting yourself stay in like this dark place because something went wrong. Because if you've gotten through bad things before, you can continue to get through those things. Um, one of the biggest things I think too is just locating where you are right now in life and just thinking about where you want to be and understanding that you know when you are trying to get from point a to point b it's not going to always be perfect but as long as you continue to go on this course and you continue to go on the path and understand that there's going to be some obstacles in the way um but if you want it bad enough, if you really desire it, you're going to keep going. And again, some opportunities may not be meant for you, but on this journey and this path, if you keep going, you will discover the ones that are meant for you. So, you know, no matter the outcomes of things in life, it's all fitting into your puzzle piece of life perfectly it's all fitting into one big puzzle every piece whether it's good opportunities opportunities that didn't happen good bad in between whatever it's all puzzle pieces that are fitting perfectly for your life for your purpose so you know even though in the moment it may not feel like it you know things happen to make your story what it is you know it's meant for your life and you are going to be able to get through it regardless of whether it's good or bad realistically you're still gonna have those moments during the waiting period where you feel down and you feel doubtful and like maybe even just really emotional because I know I definitely have and that's okay to feel but just allow yourself to be picked up and not just stay down and also uh, I really wanted to touch on being aware of who you confide in during your waiting period and making sure you have a genuine support system who is going to be there to uplift you whether the outcome be good or bad because sometimes there are very spiteful people who are waiting on your downfall so really just be cautious of who you allow in your space during vulnerable times like that for sure um and um if you don't get the desired outcome you're not a failure I just want to say that and it's a learning period another opportunity will come so don't give up and really just take care of yourself just mentally and physically during like that waiting and anticipating time and you know this includes like I mentioned earlier you know not making yourself lose your mind by constantly checking your email or whatever it is like 50 times a day um, I'm still learning this because I check it multiple times a day, but I've definitely tried to just, you know, tone that down a little bit because I've realized it only makes the anxiety 10 times worse. And I'm like, okay, constantly refreshing it. It's not going to change what you just saw five seconds ago. Um, but of course, you know, it is important, you know, of course, to check maybe like twice a day or so to make sure you don't miss it. You know, obviously, if somebody's calling you back or, you know, whatever you're waiting for, but um, don't overdo it because the more and more your mind is going to wander to the worst if you continue to do that. So just like have some type of healthy pattern going on. 
Um, and also, you know, just finding comfort during this time, whether that be treating yourself to a favorite food or watching your favorite movie, whatever the case is, like just finding some type of comfort. I've been like binge watching some shows and stuff, trying to just get into like different shows and everything on Netflix and Hulu. And that's definitely been comforting for me and helping me get through my days and stuff. Um, and also just like staying active um, and so for me that means just keep going about a normal routine because if you decide that you're just so stressed or overwhelmed during this waiting period and you're just going to lay around and you're not going to do the typical things that you usually do um, you know the more you're going to think about it and the more you're going to get in your head so I would highly recommend to make sure that you continue to still just live your life and not Put your whole life on pause because you're waiting for something um continue to just do something even if you kind of have like a not big routine like try to incorporate some things like oh okay maybe a little bit of exercise or going on a walk or you know cutting out some time to watch tv or just anything just making sure that you're you know doing something and that you have some type of routine or activity or just something going for you um and something that a professor actually said to my class one time was find meaning in the chaos and I wanted to share that with you all because you have to just find meaning in the middle of chaos in your time when you feel like you're just going through so many different things it's so important to just find meaning find that peace find out you know um, just something deeper within what you're going through because you're not just going through chaos just to go through it there is something rooted in that chaos there is something rooted in this waiting period you know again whether it's the desired outcome you have or it's not the desired outcome so take time to really just when you're reflecting and meditating or whatever you're doing to relax just think about what is the meaning what is my peace during this time um, and I think that that's something that can help you be grounded as well and can kind of keep your mind motivated during this time overall you know I would just say uncertainty and periods of waiting and having to anticipate on something especially something that is very important to you can be a very very hard thing to do but it's inevitable there's going to be times in life where we do have to go through those periods in life um, and there will be days where you will grow more and more frustrated upset angry unsure just all types of emotions and those are all very valid but just stay the course and you won't be stuck in this waiting period forever answers are going to come to you and you have to create that mindset that you will be prepared no matter what the answer or the outcome is now into the let's discuss segment so as many of you have probably heard about um the young black man he's 16 years old ralph yarl um who was shot twice in the head for knocking on the wrong door when he was trying to pick up his brothers and i just think it's it's just really sad that when it comes to black people no matter how old it is it's always a case of shoot and ask questions later instead of 
just trying to figure out what's going on talking to black people like they're humans because we are um and i just think it's sad that it's always just the case of every black person is just violent and so the first thing to do is be violent to them and that's not the case and i hate that that's such a stereotype and generalization because that is what keeps allowing um black people and minorities to keep being victims of such hate crimes and horrible things because it's just this stereotype and this mindset that people have that oh if you see a black person or a black man or something that you're in danger and that is not always the case there's people who are dangerous that come in all types of race ethnicities so it should not always just be you know black people being harmed because they quote unquote fit this description that a person has of what you know a dangerous person is um and you know i think what's even more sad um to me um is that there is also this viral video going around of a white woman who accidentally um went to the wrong house and she was joking around in the ring camera thinking she was like at her sister's house so she was just you know joking joking in the ring camera um and the homeowner came out and was laughing and basically was like i don't think you're at the right house and you know her like the homeowner and the lady they all like laughed about it and you know they understood it was a misunderstanding and that she was you know at the wrong house and then the situation was done with and you know everybody in the comments and you know everything was laughing like oh wow that's so embarrassing and it was just like a light thing you know uh, a key memory for them a core memory for them to have now and it's just sad because it's like when you don't fit the description of danger to people's eyes like in that video you can make mistakes like accidentally going to the wrong house but the minute someone feels like you fit the description of danger it turns violent or it turns deadly and it's it's just a terrible situation and I think it's also just really inhumane um, how some people can be because I just feel like there are so many ways this situation with Ralph Yarl could have been handled you know even if it was you know the homeowner just simply talking to Ralph like a person you know through the door if he was worried or cracking it just a tiny bit to be like you know what can I help you with or like why are you here or like what's going on and you know I'm sure Ralph would have said something along the lines of like oh I'm here to pick up my brothers and whatever and the homeowner could have said you know you're at the wrong address like I don't have your brothers here or you know whatever and that just could have been the end of it um the situation never warranted for him to be shot a simple conversation would have made the homeowner understand that you know he's at the wrong house it was a mistake and that was just that could have just been the end and so it just never needed to be as bad as the situation turned and um, I just think overall my hearts and prayers are with him and I'm so glad he's alive to tell his story um, but it's just so sad that he has to go through trauma of this level at such a young age um, and now he has to go through trying to be a normal child again while having to physically go through such a long recovery um, and then also enduring that mental trauma as well so it's just a lot and I know that his life is forever changed his family's life is forever changed and it's just a lot that they're going to have to go through and I just think 
it's terrible and I hate when people have to go through such terrible things over nothing but um, my hearts and prayers are with him and um, I'm just hoping that justice can be served in this case. Now into the heart to heart segment. The Motivation Monday quote of the week was, Waiting time is not wasted time. Something is being worked out in us, in someone else, in the universe. I loved, loved, loved this quote when I came across it and really wanted to use it for this episode because I just love how um, it said that something is being worked out for you because I have always believed that even when I felt a little bit of doubt or if things haven't worked out I know that something is always being worked out for people something is always going to be worked out whether it's um you know something that you want immediately or something that ends up happening later in life something is going to always be worked out for you so during this waiting time it's not wasted time even though it feels like forever is going on while you're waiting for whatever opportunity you're waiting for whether you're waiting to hear back from a job or waiting to hear back from grad school or whatever you're waiting on hearing back from or whatever um like new life opportunity that you want to happen for you um it's not wasted time and um during this time it's really you know the universe god whatever you're believing in it's being worked out for you whether it's being worked out for you in the way that you desire it to or in a different form regardless it's all happening to fit into your puzzle in life um and so i really love that quote because you're not wasting your time when you're waiting you're ultimately um having something happen for you the way that it's meant to happen for you so don't give up during this waiting time just try to be as patient as possible and just understand that opportunities are going to happen for you it may not always be in the package we want it to be and that can really really suck sometimes because you know I know how it is when you want something to happen exactly the way you vision it and then it just comes in a different form but trust me whatever is meant for you it's going to come to you opportunities are going to come to you so just try to be patient and be prepared for the best or the worst and understand that your time waiting it will be worth it in the end and just keep pushing through it and understand that you can and you will get through whatever outcome happens during your waiting period and then also before I end this segment, you know, as mentioned in my previous episodes, I made my commitment during, you know, the Black History Month series to the host Tataka Brothers that leading up to my 100th episode, I would watch a classic Black movie of their choice and make a brief statement about my overall thoughts after watching it. So the last time I watched and talked talked about the movie how Stella got her groove back and this time I actually kind of forgot to pick something from their list but I did for the first time watch another black movie that I think could be considered a classic which is the movie Lottery Ticket. Um, I watched that with my boyfriend when I went home for Easter and then also when I was home for Easter with my parents I watched another movie that my dad considered um, a classic black movie called Bait. 
um, which has Jamie Foxx in it, because I know there's a lot of movies out there called Bait, but this one is the one with Jamie Foxx. And so basically lottery ticket is about this guy and he's living in the projects, but then he ends up winning like um, over a million dollar lottery ticket um, and he isn't able to cash it out right away due to the claim office being closed for a few days and stuff for a holiday. So he's trying to just keep it a secret so he doesn't get attacked or anything by anyone for um, his lottery ticket. So um, it's a pretty funny movie. And then Bait, it's um, actually basically in short about this guy who goes to jail, but then when he gets out, he tries to get his life together. Um, although like he's still involved in things that could kind of get him back locked up here and there, but for the most part, I think he really tries to get his life together. But um, the whole time he's being watched in like this control room by police and stuff, and he's essentially like the title, like the title of the movie, they're bait um as they're like watching them and trying to get him caught up and all this different stuff um but i liked it it was pretty good um i'd rate both lottery ticket and bait a four out of five stars um they were good and intriguing movies like i was definitely locked in while watching both of them but um and they all like both of them had really funny parts and stuff to it for sure but there were just like a few kind of just like cheesy parts to both of them but at the same time I don't think either movie would have been complete without those little cheesy parts into it so um I'll try to give them that <laughs> That is all for today's episode of Talks with Tatiana. Please make sure to follow me on Instagram at Talks with Tatiana underscore on Facebook at Talks with Tatiana and on Twitter at Talk with Tatiana without the S after talk. Turn on your post notifications and please leave ratings, reviews and share with your friends. Until next time, remember, stay open, stay kind and keep fighting the good fight. Yeah.